Okay, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Prairie Dumpster Podcast. Uh, my name is Tyler Penner. I'm your host. Thanks for tuning in to episode 10. Uh, regular episode 10, I think. Um, a couple of bonus episodes on the Patreon. And if you're not on there, I suggest you subscribe. We're doing great things on there. I uh, talked about tornadoes for a good 10 minutes last episode. And then you're missing out on that. You're missing out on my sick, sick tornado facts. Facts. Um, all because you're too cheap of a fuck to reach into your credit card and dish out five bucks a month. How much are you spending on Skip? Honestly. Honestly. Right now. You've probably spent $23 on Skip the Dishes today. That would have bought you four months on the Patreon. And for some reason, I just can't get it through your thick goddamn skull to do the right thing. I try. You know, I point you in the right direction. I open a door for you here. I open a door for you there. I wink at you here. I wink at you there. But for some fucking reason, you can't get it through your thick consumerist skull to do the right goddamn thing. And truth be told, I'm getting a little sick of it. No, I'm joking. You're good. Save your money. Big crash coming. Big crash coming. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, what are we going to talk about today? I mean, goddamn, we've got 58 minutes to kill. Might as well do something. I'm going to... We have zero prep work again. Very little prep work. I had a little thing planned, um, but uh, that fell through due to technical issues. Honestly, I had a a program I was going to show off on here, but um, I was too cheap to pull out my credit card and subscribe to it, and they cut my free trial off. And they were like, do you want to upgrade for an extremely reasonable price? And I was like, fuck you. Fuck you. Go to hell. How dare you charge me for anything. Everything's free now. You understand? Everything. So, yeah. We're sitting out here. And we have... uh, Time to kill. Um, which was a great movie, Time to Kill. That was a good one. That was a good one. Um, I don't know how it ended. Did he get off? Did Samuel L. Jackson get off? Because he clearly murdered those two, uh, those two white men. He did. Those racists. Those, uh, real hicks. But hey, you do the crime, you gotta do the time. Sorry, Samuel Jackson. Throw the book at him, judge. Doesn't matter what happened to your little girl. Rules are rules. Um, what are we gonna do? You know, I might as well start by summing up my weekend because, man, it was a banger. It was a banger. 
it was a bender. And again, I want to reiterate that every time I talk about like, dude, we got fucking hammered. I'm not doing that to sound cool. It's a problem. I've got a drinking problem. Can we just say that? I have a drinking problem. Not an alcoholic. I can go days, weeks, months at a time without having a drink. But once I get a couple of drinks in me, look the fuck out. Because I'm drinking everything. We're drinking everything under the table until I can't move. And that's exactly what we did this weekend. Which honestly wouldn't be so bad. It really wouldn't be a bad thing. I would have no problem with the excessive drinking if it, uh, if it, if it, it wasn't affecting me in the waist, in the belt. But I'm eating like a bag of shit when I'm coming home. And this leads to, uh, you know, this leads to uh, just an overall malaise. Just a general malaise. Thursday we had underdogs. It was fantastic. I did the bonus episode on Friday. And Friday, late, I went to Rumors Restaurant Comedy Club uh, where my good buddy Dan Glasswick is in, was in town. Dan Glasswick is an OG comedy king here in Winnipeg. He doesn't do comedy anymore. But you ask anyone who knows anything about comedy in this city. They'll know about Dan Glasswick. He had a run here, legendary. Um, also, incredible drinking problem. Um, uh, but uh, married, uh, moved to Toronto, married a wonderful, beautiful woman um, who obviously loves the shit out of this guy because for his 40th birthday, she flew him back to Winnipeg. And um, so we could hang out with all his bros. And uh, sure enough, it was a banger. It was good. We all did guest spots in front of a mediocre crowd. I'm just joking. The crowd was fine. And then we, what'd we do? Shut it down. I went home and I made some ginger beef. See, I had planned ahead. I'd had the foresight to know that, hey, I'm going to come home. I'm going to want a snack. And there it is, just this giant box of ginger beef. There's so much ginger beef. It was incredible. And I did the dishes while I let the ginger beef cook. And I went to bed and I woke up. I got away with it. Scot-free. No hangover. Just an overpowering stench of ginger beef, both in the air and on my person. It seeped into my beard pretty good. It took a good, it took the majority of the day to get that ginger beef smell out of my beard. It is still in the house and in my clothes, I'm pretty sure. Um, I think I saw the face of my upstairs neighbor. I smiled at her. She gave me a weird look. It was weird. She was getting food. She was... The skip driver was here. She got some coffees. Presumably a croissant. And uh, I was going out for a cigarette. And I went... Hey! You know. A little smile. I didn't make that noise. I wasn't actually... Hey! 
I just smiled and nodded. And she made direct eye contact. And um, I got to tell you, I wasn't a fan of the face she made. I thought it was uncalled for. She doesn't know me. She's never seen me before. But uh, it wasn't just like... There was some distaste. There was some disdain in her face. And you can say, well, you're probably just reading into that, Tyler. Uh, No. No, this was disdain. Go on YouTube right fucking now. Look at a video of facial expressions and body languages. and, And look up disdain. It was disdainful. I don't know. Maybe she burned her hand on the coffee. It's hard to say. I don't know what the hell was going through her goddamn brain, okay? But part of me thinks is that she's been hearing me down here, doing the podcast, you know, taking very loud shits, um, laughing to myself uncontrollably, maniacally, and uh, swearing at my dad in low German. Sounds very aggressive. Throwing shampoo bottles and then immediately pivoting back to maniacal laughter. And I guess now she's got a problem with me. I don't know. Frankly, I don't care. I'm over it. Not everybody's going to like you. It's just weird. I've never said a word to her. She hates me. And I think I heard her talking yesterday upstairs to her boyfriend. And her boyfriend was like, I could just hear, it was muffled through the floorboards, but I could kind of hear her boyfriend go, you want to go down there and stab this fucking guy? She was like, no, not yet. We'll wait a while. Are you sure we got a knife right here? Let's go down there and stick this shit right in his fucking liver. Fuck this motherfucker. No, it's okay. I don't know what he's doing or not. All right, well, if I see this motherfucker, I'm just sticking him, dude. I don't give a fuck. Fuck this piece of shit. So, I don't know. I think I have her boyfriend on my ass now. Not good. Not good. This podcast is ruining my reputation in this apartment building. And then Saturday. Saturday was uh, good. I went to the Safeway. And I got myself a deli sandwich. um, Turkey Chipotle and bacon. And let me tell you. uh, Recently, I don't know if I've said this on the podcast yet. But I I recently have pivoted from using Havarti to now putting American cheddar on this sandwich. (sighs) Let me tell you. I mean, this sandwich was good before. This sandwich now. I mean, do you have erectile dysfunction? Do you have it? There's no shame. A lot of guys struggle with it, you know? Anxiety, health issues, doesn't matter. Guess what? Your ED is done now. You're going to go to Safeway. You're going to order this sandwich with American cheddar and the olive tapenade. You will be diamonds. Rock hard. 
powerful, long-lasting erections for you, my friend. Just get the sandwich. Although, I gotta tell you, it was weird, because uh, the lady that was making me the sandwich, she's this uh, older lady, and she's very sweet. and She's uh, Italian, I think, or Eastern European. Let's face it, hopefully not Italian. God damn it, I hope she's not Italian. Um, oh, so sick of that country. But, um, I have a feeling she's Eastern European. And like one of the good Eastern European countries. The lesser knowns, you know. Estonia, Romania, Hungary. One of those good ones. Not Belarus, not Bulgaria, none of those weird Croat countries. We're talking real Eastern Europe, the good stuff, the aristocrats. And, um, but the thing is, she came out, she was coughing pretty bad. And she was coughing into her arms. And, um, she was putting her gloves on and, uh, she was still coughing in her arms, but she was coughing a lot. To the point where I was concerned. I was like, you shouldn't be making sandwiches now. You should be at home resting. What are you doing? Why are you making sandwiches? And then she put the gloves on, and then she coughed into her arm. She took the gloves off. She went to the back, and she's like... <laughs> And then she came out again and put new gloves on and then again went into her arm and was like <coughs> And then finally I just had to ask her, I'm like, Hey, you okay? And she's like, Yes, see si, sorry, sir. And I'm like, No, it's okay. Um I mean what's going on? Do you have the flu? Because I wasn't about to leave without my sandwich, but I was about to request that someone else make the sandwich. And she said, no, I, I drink water back there. It go down the wrong pipe. It's, uh... And I was like, oh, okay, cool. We're good. That's fine. Cough on that sandwich all you want. Let's just get the sandwich started. All right? I don't care. Truth be told, I don't care if you have AIDS. Let's just get the turkey on the bread. COVID? Long COVID? Cool. Neat, yeah, no, Chipotle, and a bit of mayo, please, let's go. I don't care what you have. I don't care if you're dying. You need to get this sandwich going. And she was really taking her time. It was it was incredible, actually. I, was, I had to laugh at myself because um, it was literally like I was watching someone learn how to make a sandwich. Like, she didn't know what a sandwich was. And I got to walk her through it. And the thing is, she's, she was just so sweet and uh, bubbly. Bubbly's an underrated quality. She was bubbly. And uh, good hearty laugh. Great small talk. And um, eh, I couldn't be mad at her. I watched her bumble and fumble through this fucking sandwich for 20 minutes. I didn't care. She was that likable. She was great. I was like, yeah, can I get... Uh, um, well, she asked me, like, the first... She pulls out the bread, and the first thing she asked me is, like, 
okay, what kind of sauces do you want? And I'm like, okay, well, that's usually a end of the sandwich type question. You know, I didn't tell her this, but I was like, you need to start, get the meat on the bread first. We'll take care of the sauces. That's that's at the end. That's why the sauces are at the end of the sandwich bar. She was doing everything backwards. Um, she asked me weird questions like, do you want me to, what kind of veggies do you want me to put on before I toast it? I'm like, dude, you're not toasting anything with vegetables, huh? What? And I didn't want it toasted anyways. I was like, don't toast anything. I don't trust you with a toaster. But then I was like, can I get some? This is a long <laughs> the story of the sandwich is way too fucking long. It's not going anywhere. The end of the story is I get my sandwich and I go home. But there's a lot of... It's not the destination. It's the journey that's important. <laughs> Anyways. I'm like, can I get some olive tapenade on that? And she's like, oh, this olive. It's so good. And I was like, it is good. It is good. Thank you. Every other guy that made a sandwich there looks at me like I'm a goddamn freak for ordering that. But it, the olive tapenade is really good there. And this wonderful Hungarian babushka validated that. And it's about goddamn time that I got validated in my life for anything. I don't know if you fucking assholes know this or not, but I am a... You know, I'm a good guy. I work very hard to keep an upstanding moral character. And it seems like no one gives a fuck. And it's starting to piss me off. Or at least it was until this woman validated me in my existence for this olive tapenade. And then I'm in the middle of the sandwich. I'm ordering my uh, my vegetables. I'm like, yeah, tomato, onion, lettuce. And some guy walks up. He's like, hey, we're we're out of containers over there by the deli bar. Because they keep the containers, those little containers that you fill up full of their horrible fish and chicken wings and just deep fried dog shit. They were like, I guess people were just walking in and just filling it up and saying, thanks for the food, see ya. And um, so that that's the state of the theft in Osborne Village. The Liquor Mart has uh, metal detectors. They are screening people's blood samples and stool samples just to get a beer. That's what the Liquor Mart's doing just to combat theft. The Shell in Osborne Village... Um, they've now closed their store entirely. They're just operating through that little window. They don't trust anyone. They're not even letting people in their store. That's how bad the theft is. And Safeway now, they can't even trust people with chicken fingers. Honey garlic wings? No, fuck that. 
You're not... I'm not giving you control over that. You're not morally good enough to handle the honey garlic wings. And, um... As such, they keep the containers now by the sandwich thing. And this guy, this bachelor, lonely bachelor, because that's the only people who are going to this deli bar. And trust me, I know. I do it all the time. This guy comes up, and he was just petrified that they didn't have any of these containers. So he goes up, hey, we're too, we got no containers out there. And the Hungarian lady was like, okay, I'll give you one. How many do you need? He's like, at least three. And then he got his containers and he left. It was a really pathetic display. It was truly pathetic. I was like, this guy's a fucking loser. (laughs) What a fucking idiot. And then I went and ate my sandwich on a curb in the parking lot and went right back in because I forgot to buy chocolate milk. And then I ended up buying strawberry milk because it was right next to the chocolate milk. And uh, strawberry milk was always a nice treat. It was a nice change from regular chocolate milk when I was a kid. So I took out the strawberry chocolate milk to the parking lot and I took a sip and I realized, God damn it, this is not what I remember from my childhood. This is awful. So I put it in the garbage and I went to Rumors Comedy Club and got liquored up. That was Saturday. That leads us into Saturday evening. Where the very funny Joey Elias was performing. And he's a good dude. 6.30 I roll up. He's already outside. He's having a dart. He's ready to go. We go in there. We get a couple of drinks. Boom. Having a good time. Shooting the shit. Really nice stand-up guy. Joey Elias. Funny dude. Montreal OG comedy vet and one of the few um someone was telling me uh, Andy Noble was telling me one of the guys in comedy in Canadian comedy has been doing it for a long time and isn't hasn't been reduced to just a bitter pile a bitter shell of his former self you know what I mean he's still just super positive vibes that guy's lost like 250 pounds in the last decade Joey Elias, crushing it. Check him out. But I stayed, I hosted early show. I stayed for late show, and late show got a little nutty. There's a couple of the servers there having a birthday, or at least one. I did a tequila shot. Uh, One of my, um, one of the servers there gave me a ride home. And um, and I was pretty drunk. You know, I was drunk. And that's no excuse for what happened, but I mean, you know, it. That, I mean, that's just a fact. I was intoxicated. 
I wasn't um I wasn't exercising good judgment, you know. I don't even know if I should talk about this on the radio or, you know, on the podcast. Um But fuck it. I mean, this whole podcast is about me being able to grow as a person and to be honest, not just with you, but with myself. Just to uh, tell you what actually happened. You know. And I don't know if... uh, You know, years from now, if I, you know, retell this story, I don't know if I'll cringe or I'll I'll be uh, weirded out for confessing, you know, what I did that night. But uh, I think I would cringe more at it, not having the balls to just admit to what I did. Like I said, the server brought me home and she's 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 great. She she really is. She's uh, she's awesome. But um you know, I wasn't, uh, I don't know. I don't know. It's hard to talk about. Because I'm not proud of what I did that night. Um, but at the same time, I think I can, uh, I think I can smooth it over. Just got to make a phone call. And you know what? Fuck it. I mean, if we're going to be open on this podcast, if we're actually going to be, uh, you know, um, truthful, you know, there's something to be said about honesty. And fuck it, dude. I'm just going to, you know, let's let's just, let's make the phone call and let's just say sorry right here on the air so we can both, you know, I screwed up, all right? I did something I regret on Saturday. When you do something you regret, you have to make a phone call, and you have to own up to it, and um, and I'm not going to run away. I'm not going to run away from my own bullshit anymore. So let's let's make this phone call. Let's just get it over with. Fuck it. Yeah, hi there. Uh, my name is Tyler. Um, uh, yeah, just to let you know, I'm also recording this phone call just for my own thing. Um, here's the thing. I ordered a pizza on Saturday at around 1.30 in the morning. I think it was a handmade pan crust, and uh, it was a 32-piece uh, Parmesan bite. I think maybe a 2-liter. Anyways, they were going to bring out the order, and uh, I passed out before the order got here. And uh, I just wanted to apologize for that. Um, I don't know if uh, I'm banned now from Domino's, but um, 
you know, I just wanted to say I'm sorry about that. No, that's all right. Things get like, What's yeah, that? That's nothing to worry about. Oh. So I, I just need to pull up your order. So you ordered on Saturday. Second of April. All right. So. Yeah. So do you know what happened? That's okay. Like, yeah. Yeah. Do you know what happened to that pizza? The one they were supposed to deliver on Saturday? Yeah, like did they take it home or something or did they just throw it in the garbage? Uh, we, we throw in the garbage. Ah. First we wait for 30 minutes. Like if we get called back from the customer and you know, then we have to, like in the system we have to make it bad, bad orders. So yeah. they, which are like, you know, nobody picked up or something else, like XYZ reasons. So we have to make them bad. Yeah, no, totally. I, I just wish someone else could have taken it home or something or eaten it. I, I'm sorry for wasting food like that. No, that's okay. Like, yeah, I, I totally agree with you. It, this can happen. Okay. Sorry. I'll try not to let it happen again, okay? That's okay. All right, Kate. Take care. You too. She's right. You know, I'm a human being. God damn it. What, you've never fucked up before? She forgives me, but I'm going to have to learn to forgive myself. And guess what? I just did. Anyways, what else is in the news? Here we go. She was actually really friendly about that. And I think she thinks that I'm a... She thinks I'm a fucking weirdo now. She's like, it's okay, just, uh... I'm like, I'm really sorry. She's like, yeah, that's fine. Can you do me a favor and not call here anymore? (laughs) Keep hoarding online, but don't... I don't want to talk to you. But yeah, she says I'm in the clear now. Watch her come out six months later on Facebook... Talk about me taking advantage of her. God damn it. And then I woke up on Sunday and I went to see the, uh, yeah, that's what happened on the weekend. Oh, man, it was a banger of a weekend. And then I went to Frenchway, got introduced to a pizza scone, which really blew my, really blew my balls off because I hate scones. But this one was nice and soft. Every scone ever has been a little too dry. Every scone is hard. It's a little too dry. It's it's just one of those pastries guarantees you to be thirsty. Um, but uh, not this one. This one was nice and moist. It was great. And then I went to the Jets game. They won 6-1. I got absolutely loaded with my buddy Andy and my friends Jordan and Ashley. It was a great time. Nancy came to pick Andy up. Nancy stops at the intersection. I'm like, hey, Nancy, how's it going? Roll down the window. Because I, I wanted to annoy her. I wanted to bug her. Nancy not having it. She doesn't roll down the window at all. She barely looks at me. Light turns green. She floors it. She almost ran over my foot. Fucking lunatic. All right, I wanted to do the classic, like, hey, what the hell? What are you doing? She had taquitos in the oven. Nancy makes taquitos. Mama Helen's taquitos. And they are lights out. They're very good. 
So I get it. You had shit to do. But Nancy, fuck it. Come on. You easily could have stopped in that intersection and made some small talk about the taquitos. That's all I wanted from you. A little bit of small talk. Me and Andy were shutting it down. And it's Sunday night. It was Sunday night at like a quarter to midnight. What in the fuck are you doing making taquitos anyways? Nancy's one of these workaholics. She can't like, it'll be Christmas day and she'll be like doing the dishes or something. Like, would you just chill the fuck out already? Grab a spot on the couch, smoke a bong rip and just do nothing. I've been doing it for six months now. You can't take a day off? I don't get it. But also, I don't give a fuck anymore. Um, I'm just joking. Mama Helen's, though, taquitos. I would suggest getting in on that. Get on those taquitos. Follow her uh, bakery on Instagram. Check out the farmer's market around town. St. Norbert, I think. That's her stomping ground. Um... Check her out, because those are really fucking good. Fuck the 7-Eleven dog shit. Go get yourself some real homemade cooking. Buy local. And, uh, you know, support her. Because one day Nancy's going to have a restaurant, and uh, you're going to go over there, and you're not going to have any idea of what they taste like. And she's going to be like, hey, oh, did you... You tried these before, right, at a farmer's market? And you're like, no, I never got the chance. And she's going to be like, all right, well, then get the fuck out. You didn't fuck with me then. You're not going to try to fuck with me now. Alright? I don't need you now. I needed you then. And where were you? At 7-Eleven. Getting three Monterey Jacks and a beef taco taquito. Which, let's face it, I mean, they're also delicious. Plenty of good taquitos in the city. But Mama Helen's right up there with the best of them. Donald Trump is in the news. 34 felony charges. I don't really get the uh, charges against him. Like he, he, uh, he paid some woman. He paid her off to say that uh, he's like, take this money and then don't, we didn't have sex together, right? Here, I'm paying you to pretend like we didn't have sex. And I guess that's a crime, which is weird to me. I don't know why that's a crime. seems like a private interaction between two people and I'm not on Trump's side I have no idea what he did or what the charges are I don't give a shit but just based on that hush money yeah why not that seems like a fair deal dude if I had Trump money I'd be paying people all across the city to keep their mouths shut when it came to interactions with me. Mostly Wendy's employees. I'd be like, yeah, this triple. 
uh, spicy chicken. And you know what? Here's a little extra. I wasn't here, okay? What'd you put in the bag? A salad? Yeah, that's right. Even people with just bad small talk. most of my small talk interactions I would have a guy behind me and I would just like pull on my ear, my earlobe I'd just give it a small tug and then this guy would know okay that one, that one didn't go good Tyler was trying to talk about the rain um, somehow uh, you know it got really personal Tyler made it really personal Like, I'll be like, uh, oh, wow, it's a pretty nice weather. Hey, it's pretty pretty nice out here. I'm talking to the guy at the bus stop. Old lady, sweet old lady at a bus stop. She's like, yeah, I suppose it is nice. It's a, a bit cool, a little bit damp. I'm like, yeah, this is, it's nice. It's good. I, I kind of like it like this. I kind of like uh, the aesthetics of this weather, you know? Everything's kind of still dead. It's like cloudy. It's damp. There's a fog in the air. But everything's melting. I kind of, I kind of enjoy it. She's like, "Yes, I, I, I suppose." And I look at her. It's like it's great funeral weather, wouldn't you say? I mean, look around. Like this is a great day to mourn. This is a good grieving weather. Like, if we're gonna bury someone, I mean, this is the kind of like it's a sad day, right? This is good weather for that, wouldn't you say? And then I turn to my right, and she's just walking away. And then I'll just tug on my earlobe. And then my guy will come up and say, Excuse me, ma'am, did you just have an interaction with that man over there? And she'll be like, Unfortunately, yes. Yes, I did. And he'll be like, Yes, we understand that that was probably a bit of a trying, maybe a bit of an unsettling interaction that you just had. Um, I'd like to make you an offer right now. Would you, would you accept $1,000 and just whitewash that from your memory? Just, just, just get rid of it. Just forget it. And she would be like, I'm, I'm afraid I can't do that. Oh my God, I'd be like, what? I'm afraid I can't do that. I'm going to remember this and I will tell people people that he knows, people close to him, about the terrible conversation skills that he has. Okay, I understand that, ma'am. But uh, the thing is, um, Mr. Penner is exceedingly wealthy and uh, is willing to make you an extremely generous offer uh, to uh, ensure your... uh, utmost discretion when it comes to the conversation that you just had with him at that bus stop. I don't care how much money he has. The people will know how bad he is at small talk conversation with strangers. They will know. And word will spread. And then my guy will be like, well, it sounds like, ma'am, 
that uh, no amount of money uh, will be able to change your mind. So let me make you uh, let me make you a different offer. And then he'll reach into his jacket pocket, and he will pull out a Glock 45 ACP. And he'll go, and he'll cock it back, and he'll put it right up against her temple. And she'll be like, uh, "What are you?" And my guy will be like, "Well, this is the other offer, ma'am." This is the other offer. You can take the money, or you can take the forty-five. It's it's up to you. You brought us here. I'm not doing anything. You did this. But what he doesn't know, and what I don't know, is that she's ready to go. She wants to die. She doesn't give a fuck. And truth be told, my man, he's all talk. He's never killed anyone. He's terrified right now. She looks at him and she goes, Do it. Do it right now. In front of everybody here on this street, pull that trigger. Send me to God. And he'll look at me confused, but I'm not looking at him. I'm looking at the bus. This is dirty work. I want nothing to do with this. I'm waiting for a bus, okay? I have no idea what that's about. All right? I don't even have a contract with this guy. I, I don't. I have no paper trail connecting me to this man or to that woman. All right. All I have is her testimony and his testimony. And that's not going to, I mean, I've, please. Okay. That's not going to, that doesn't scare me. And I get on the bus and I leave. I'm not sure what happened there. I'm not sure. I just left. I was on the bus. He had uh, a gun to her temple. She looked extremely firmly resolved. Um, Really had no fear of death. He was shaking like a leaf. He didn't know if he was ready to kill. And I caught the bus, went to East Kildonan, visited my parents. It was a great afternoon. It was a great time. Oh, God. I'm exhausted. I'm so tired. I didn't get a good sleep last night. Not the hamburger helper. This time. I go to bed, and I wake up two hours later, wide awake. Still tired, still exhausted, but just completely unable to sleep. Man, I don't know what to do. I thought it was school. Because it's been going on for a while. I thought it was school. School's like bothering me. 
I get that weight off my shoulders, I'll sleep like a goddamn baby on Oxy. But, um, no. I'm pretty much done school. I still can't sleep. So I bought some sleep aid. And I'm going to uh, melt down the pills and shoot them up. I'm going to shoot them up right, right into my scrotal sack. Maximum absorption and uh, maximum pleasure. I don't know if you've ever jammed a needle into your balls, but it's a great time. GTs. And then that should put me out for at least three or four hours. I need a good solid eight. Every once in a while you get those 10 hour sleeps. So the best. Then once in a while you get those 12 hour sleeps. No, no, not as good. Not as good. 12 hours too much. 10 hours, perfect. Nice, long, long sleep. And then sometimes you stay up for, man, eight, nine nights, right? You don't know why, but you're just biking around on your BMX bike. You're listening to SoundCloud rap. You know, you're stealing bikes. Lifting car stereos. You're going to your guy. Uh, he lives in Elmwood. He buys stuff. Just random electronics and stuff. And He's not too concerned about where you got them. You sell that. And you get the money for it. And then you go to your other buddy. And you, you give him some money. And he gives you some stuff. And, and then the rest of the night you're just biking around. You're wide awake. And you don't know why. You know, you just don't know why. Then you come home. You know, you wake up. Well, you don't wake up because you're already up. But you've been lying in bed for eight hours. Your eyes are just wide apart, you know. But you want to pretend like you're sleeping. You want to pretend. Because you don't want to alarm your parents. You don't want to alarm, you know, the people who live around you. But you're not sleeping at all. You're wide awake. Wide awake. Finally, you're like, well, screw this. I might as well, you know, just get up and start the day over. And uh, you walk outside and your bike's gone. She's like, oh, crud. So now you got to go borrow your dad's truck, right? You got to borrow it. And, you know, oh, man, you're missing your cell phone, so you can't call him and give him an answer. But you need that truck because you got to go out and you got to, you know, you got to find some more electronics for for your guy in Elmwood. But dad's still sleeping. He'll be fine. I'll take his truck for, you know, an hour or two. So you take his truck for an hour or two. That hour or two turns into a day or two. And now the cops pull you over. And they've, they're they pulling you over at gunpoint. And you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. This is my dad's truck. Yeah, he's my dad. And it was your dad who called it and stolen. That's what they say. And you're like, we'll call him and tell him that I'm his, I, his son has it. And they, with their gun still pointed at you, tell, the, tell you 
yeah, we know. Your dad knows that you have it. Everybody knows that you have it. We're keeping our guns pointed at you. And you're like, well, this sucks. I've got a bunch of electronics in here, you know? And I've got good explanations for all of it, but you get the optics are bad. The optics are bad. Oh, so they take you to jail. And uh, now you're starting to get a bit sleepy. You know? Finally, they put you, they give you your little jumpsuit. Because this is like your fourth time in there. They're done. They, no, you don't get another break. You're going to do time for this one. And you never did figure out why you couldn't sleep. But once you get in your cell and you hit that rock hard cot, you are lights out. And you're sleeping for a couple of days. That's the type of sleep I want. That's the type of sleep I need. And I'm hoping that those Safeway sleep aid pills are going to be able to do the fucking trick. Knock me out for eight hours. All right, I want to be gone. All right? Enough already. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. I've been watching a lot of NASCAR lately. Not an actual race, but a, uh... A, uh... Just the NASCAR fights. It's been pretty good. I'm not going to talk about that. That was stupid. I shouldn't even brought that up. Some of these tornado guys are so... Let's see what the tornado forecast is for today. Because there's another tornado outbreak happening tonight. No joke. And some of the video footage from this year already... Dude, it's been fucking lights out footage. Reed Timmer, damn it. Anyways, I'm sorry. Sorry to keep you waiting. I'm looking at tornado videos. I'm getting distracted. But if you're listening from... Take a look at the map. I mean, the Midwest. Let's call it what it is. The Midwest. Tornado Alley. Really really just getting fucking hammered as per usual and let's face it i mean you know illinois iowa indiana they've had it coming for a long time i mean uh i spoke on the patreon about how tornadoes are you know god's tool of justice uses tornadoes to smite people that's why tornadoes are uh Always hidden trailer parks because the worst people live in trailer parks. And God's like, well, let's just, these people, I'm just going to finish them off here. And um, that's a good thing about God. God's a just God. Um, But if you're living in Illinois or Iowa or Missouri or Kansas or Kansas, or Nebraska, look out, because you're going to get whacked tonight. 
you're getting whacked. And also Oklahoma. Oklahoma is, if you go on YouTube and you look at the tornado videos, I would say a good three out of every five are from Oklahoma, at least the big bangers. Those Moore, Oklahoma tornadoes. Moore, Oklahoma. 2013. That tornado is insane. Joplin, Missouri. 2011. Crazy tornado. Tuscaloosa, Alabama. 2011. These are all Hall of Fame tornadoes. Really Hall of Fame tornadoes. And a little bit of Winnipeg pride. Manitoba pride. Canada's only F5 ever. Eli, Manitoba. F5 tornado. And um, I believe it's Reed Timmer who has a video of that on... uh, I believe it's his video that's so popular. Manitoba tornado. The Eli F5 one. Justin Hobson's also got a great video. Uh, but uh, I think it was Reed Timmer who had a... Yeah, there you go. He had a good one. Let's listen to the commentary here. sick. It's a really good tornado. And by good, I mean pretty good. Looks great. Optically, very good. Didn't kill anyone, I don't think. I sh- fuck. I really should have researched that before I said that. Damn it. Well, hopefully it didn't kill anyone. One can hope that it did not kill anyone. Um, I hope this audio is coming through okay. I really do. Just dawned on me that I haven't been paying attention at all, and this garage band is acting wonky. In fact, let's test that out. Test, test. All right, that's pretty good. Um, I'm going to go tornado chasing this year. In fact, that's what the whole next comedy tour is going to be about. Tyler Penner Tornado Tour 23. That's a lot of T's. And as a guy who stutters, that scares the shit out of me. But you know what? I like it. Tyler Tornado Tour 23. Um, We are going to be going to Topeka, Kansas. We're going to do some comedy out there and then chase some storms. Then we're going to make our way up to Norfolk, Nebraska. Swing by Battle Creek. I'm going to go through Decat Tour. And then by that time, we're pretty much in Iowa. And we're going to hit up all the classics. Ames, Iowa. I've actually been there before. Uh, We're going to uh, Creston, Iowa. And we're going to go from town to town, and we're going to do comedy in small town. 
um, that we know are about to get hit by a tornado. And then I'm going to do comedy in their local bar or whatever. And then I'm going to collect money from the bar owner. And then we're going to hop in our car and we're going to go a little outside of town. And then we're just going to watch this town just be absolutely demolished by an F5 tornado. And, you know, it's going to be great. You know, I'll get my laughs. I'll get my money. I'll be able to watch fantastic destruction. Really awe-inspiring stuff. Really a lot of people just losing all possessions. And um, we'll get it on video. We'll start a little YouTube channel. It'll be like comedy tornadoes, comedy tornadoes. And then I'll take my money. And then we'll go to a Denny's for breakfast. All right, that's pretty much the podcast. That's pretty much it. I don't think this is the worst episode. I think we did okay today. We're growing. I'm growing as a person. Right? I assaulted the integrity of Domino's Pizza. And I owned up to it. Okay? I'm not perfect. But I did what I had to do. God damn it, I did what I had to do. The next morning after I woke up, from ditching on that pizza, I felt so good that I did not answer that phone call. I couldn't. I was passed out. I had no idea how I got to bed. Um, But, um, yeah, that saved me. $33 fucking dollars. That's how dumb I am when I'm drunk. I was about to spend $33 on pizza when I could barely keep my eyes open. Do you understand that? That's an issue. Not even just on pizza, on Parmesan bites. And not even just a 16-piece. 32 pieces? 32 pieces. That's like three loaves of bread. That's like three loaves of bread and a two-liter jug of oil. At three in the morning. And I'm like, man, why can't I lose weight? Get your shit together. You Fucking goofball. Um, shout out to the um, Montreal smoked meat. I got a. Uh, I've been I've been on the I've been on the smoked meats lately. The not the actual smoked meats, but Montreal smoked meat. Put that on bread with some Dijon. Wow. Good times. Shout out to... I don't know. I've been listening to... I usually shout out a band... And I guess I should shout out a band. I, there's plenty of bands. Like, I was going to shout out Nirvana again because I've been listening to Serve the Servants like fucking every day. And the song Milk It. Milk It is so good. 
Man, I really slept on that in utero album, and now I'm getting into it. At 36, years after everyone told me about it, years after I knew about it, years after they found Kurt Cobain's murdered body. Alright, trust me, he didn't kill himself. That was a... Please. Um, But, uh... Yeah. Oh, hey, okay. I hate the Foo Fighters. That's actually, there's, there's very few bands that I hate. I hate the few Foo Fighters. First of all, it's hard to pronounce their name. I always say Foo Fighters. Second of all, uh, the band is just, I don't know if you listen to them now, they're, in my opinion, just terrible. Just the most generic pussy rock out there. There's no fucking balls. Monkey Ranch was a good tune. Um, Hero, Everlong, these are good tunes. Their early days were good. Um, their newer stuff, like Learn to Fly, that type of shit, it's just so fucking cornball. It's so bad. I don't know anyone that gets hyped listening to the Foo Fighters. Like, Jesus Christ, that band is so bad. But they have a song on their first album called Big Me. I love that song. So shout out to that song. That's just that's that's a good one. That's a happy one. That's when you're walking around downtown on a beautiful spring day, a gloomy spring day, but you're happy. Spirits are um, high. That's a fun tune. That's a. And I'm starting to, in my old decrepit age. Start to appreciate songs where I'm like, oh, this has got a warm vibe. This has got a happy vibe. But just because you have a happy vibe doesn't mean you can't have balls. Just ask Dinosaur Jr. All right, there's a band who does good vibes, happy vibes, good, but still for some reason can maintain a semblance of like, oh, yeah, this is this is the real stuff. New Foo Fighters? Oh. New Foo Fighters is like... Um, uh, you know, you're watching It's Always Sunny, and then you switch the channel and put on, you know, uh, Big Bang Theory. You know, that's what Nirvana to Foo Fighters went from. You're watching It's Always Sunny... And then that got canceled abruptly, and now you're watching Big Bang Theory, and some people are like, this is just as funny. And there's, and you're like, what the fuck? What? So fuck the Foo Fighters, but thank you. Shout out to the Foo Fighters for writing that one great song, Big Me. That was a good one. I love that too. And also, I gotta say that my hero song, um, I mean, that was great in Varsity Blues. I loved that movie growing up. I loved all those American Pie Varsity Blues. I was a 13 year old boy, just wanted to see some titties, and those teenage comedies provided at least a couple of sets per flick. And man, they had some football, they had some titties, and as a 13 year old boy, that's all you need. I mean, that's all you needed back then. Nowadays, they've got phones and stuff, so they need, like, you know, 14-person orgies 
to get the same effect. Not me, though. I'm a little old school. And last but not least, big shout out to my boy Matt Nightingale, who is hosting Rumors tonight. Covered for me. He hosted a late show on Saturday night. Did a great job. Doesn't drink. The, the self-control on that guy is stupid. Very uh, headstrong young man. One of the smartest comics I know. Down to do some business. That guy. Still a great hang. Top tier hang. And me and Andy were discussing it at the Jets game. Two thumbs up for Matt Nightingale. One of the best hangs in the game. Good buddy. Me and him go way back. He is one of the best in the goddamn city. And don't you fucking Neanderthals forget it. Okay? Speaking of Neanderthals, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Thank you for listening to it. Share it. Like it. Subscribe it. Help it go viral. All right? Get it really out there. Get it. I want to be annoyingly exposed. You know? I want this to be, um, I mean, we've got a real shot at taking Joe Rogan down here. And um, that's never going to happen if you don't do your fucking part. If you don't get off your goddamn ass and pitch in, then I don't know what the fuck you want from me. (laughs) I'm just joking. All I need you to do is listen. And like I told my friends, in about 100 episodes, dude, we're going to have a podcast that is going to be top 600,000. I can guarantee you. If there's a million podcasts on earth, if we do this for 100 episodes, we will be top 100,000. We can do that, you and I. We can do any goddamn thing we want to. That's the real secret. We can do anything. I can be president tonight. But I've got some Montreal smoked meat. I'm going to make a sandwich out of that instead. So fuck you, America. I've got Dijon. Thank you guys for listening. You guys are fantastic. I'm also pretty good. Let's face that. Um, I will see you guys probably next week. And... um, Follow me on Instagram. Follow me on the Patreon if you want. If not, then don't. I don't give a shit either way. I'm still going to love you. All right? I'm still going to love you. And I'm still going to see you in hell.